0: Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, shalom, peace. Shalom is uh, peace in Hebrew. My name is Kennard Levy or Levi Brown. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God, Biblical. And I want you to underscore and highlight Biblical Instructional Program. This program is for those people who sincerely desire the truth the truth what is the truth can you handle the truth if you can handle the truth this program is perfect for you if you can't handle the truth this program is not for you and what is truth anyway what did the messiah the christ say truth is well let's start looking in our Bibles. john chapter 17 verse 17 Let's turn there. John chapter 17, verse 17. It states the following. Defy them. Through thy truth, colon, thy word is truth. So the Father's word, which the Messiah has revealed to us, is the entire Bible, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Let's turn there. Matthew 4, verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So, that is truth. And in Psalm 119, Psalm 119, Psalm 119, starting in verse, actually, the only verse here, 142, Psalm 119, 142. It says, Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law, which whenever you see the word law in the New Testament and Old Testament, it should be translated Torah, which means the instructions and doctrines of God. So the instructions and doctrines of God is the truth. That is truth, ladies and gentlemen. And then you wonder why we don't have peace in this world. Well, in the same chapter, Psalm 119, let's go down to verse 165. Great peace. Not little peace. Great peace. In Psalm 119, verse 165, Great peace have they which love thy instructions, and things shall offend them. Offend means to make yourself fall. And then in verse 166, Lord, Psalm 119, verse 166, Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation. And how do we all hope for salvation? And done thy commandments. So when you do the commandments, you hope for salvation. And until the entire world, all of mankind, starts to keep all the commandments to the best of their abilities, we will not have peace. And peace will come, ladies and gentlemen. Isaiah chapter 2 tells us that. Isaiah chapter 2, starting in verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days. The last days is Hebraically to understand that. In the days of the coming of the Messiah. That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. Which means the temple will be built in these end times. And shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall flow into it. Verse 3. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. The mountain of the Lord is Mount Moriah, um, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, to the house of God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his path, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke or correct many people, which means many people need to be corrected, "and, and shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. All the military armament will be changed into agricultural tools. And nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. So there will be peace because the Torah will be all around the world. It will be all around the world, ladies and gentlemen. And, and people will learn. They will learn how to obey the true God, and and um, I think it's in Jeremiah chapter 31, trying to find that scripture where it says that the, the knowledge of the Lord will be all over the place, uh, Jeremiah, be patient with me here so I can find the scripture, Jeremiah chapter 31, I think, um, the, uh, here we go, here we go. This is the new covenant, and it hasn't been fulfilled yet. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant or new agreement with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Verse 32. Not according to the agreement or covenant that I made with them in the days of their fathers. um, Covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt which my covenant they broke, or agreement they broke, although I was a husband unto them, says the Lord. But this shall be the agreement that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the the eternal God. I will put my Torah instructions and doctrines in their inward parts and write in it on their hearts, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So he didn't say he would nail the law of the cross. He said that he would inculcate or put those laws spiritually into our minds so we can keep them. Verse 34, And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, as I'm doing right now, uh, and his brothers, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them until the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. So the knowledge of the Lord will be all upon the earth, ladies and gentlemen, one day. So that that is something to look forward to something to, to you can go to the bank with that, that um, people will know who the Lord is. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 9, states this, They shall not hurt nor destroy all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord. Now, this is a very important scripture to understand. If you want to understand why we don't have peace, it says, They shall not hurt nor destroy all my holy mountain, for the Earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord. the reason why there's there's killing and destruction in the world today and confusion because the 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 whole world is not full of the knowledge of the Lord. ladies and gentlemen, that's why we don't have peace but when when the Messiah comes back, the whole earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, and we will have peace because of that so I just hope that you understand that all right, so we are going to talk, we are going over the book of Revelation. I don't know when I'm going to get it done, but I'm going to go over it in a way that I never have before. And uh should something come up prophetically uh that I need to address, I will address it on this program or I may have another program. Because we are really certainly living in dangerous times, ladies and gentlemen. The the headlines lately are just uh <laughs> uh is certainly prophetic and and we need to pay attention to it and we really need to get into the book of Revelation and really understand it and that's why I know that uh God, or Yah, is leading me to do what I'm doing right now, each and every week. Go over the book of Revelation in detail. When, when Yah, or God, called me, Yah is short for God in Hebrew. Uh, when He called me way back in uh, when I was 17 years old, living in Chicago, Illinois, uh, one of the first books, I think the first book that I ever tried to understand in the Bible was the book of Revelation. And I couldn't understand it. And... At the time, I had listened to Hubert W. Armstrong, the Worldwide Church of God. He kept the Shabbat and the Holy Days. He just didn't understand how to do it in, in uh, the way that Yeshua did it, in, in a Jewish way. But he did the best he could. And he did preach some truth, and a lot of truth, matter of fact. And one of the truths that he preached was how to understand properly the book of Revelation. And so I think that was the first booklet that I got from the organization. They offered all their literature for free. Of the book of Revelation unveiled at last. And I and I read that booklet and I understood the book of Revelation in a foundational way. And I've just been adding on to that knowledge ever since. And so I'm going to share everything that I've learned and continue to learn about the book of Revelation on this program for probably the next couple of months or two or three months. And we're going to talk about Revelation 1 verse 7, the coming of the Messiah. Uh, and what that verse says. It says that the whole world will mourn. Why? Why? Shouldn't they be jumping up and down and saying, Hooray! Lord! Savior! But we'll find out why. Uh, a lot of people at that time are not going to like the fact that he's coming back. But anyway, let's go over world news. And uh, there's some significant headlines here. Uh, when we go to Kornig, Koenig. K-O-E-N-I-G. E as an elephant, N-I-G, World Watch Daily. I suggest that you look and review this website on a consistent basis. He does a real good job of keeping up with what's going on in the world and what's going on in Jerusalem. It all starts and ends in Jerusalem. Remember that. org Headline, the first headline on this page. Israel, furious with White House for leak on Syria strike. So this is interesting. If this has happened, uh, this is interesting because the Bible does prophesy that Damascus will be wiped out, uh, Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1. And so this happened two times in the past. It looks like this is going to happen again. Uh, not really sure about that, but that's why we need to watch and pray and look at uh, world events and, and, and uh, prepare accordingly. As Proverbs 22, I'm going to always quote this, folks, because we need to understand. I know there, there's some Torah teachers and some ministers say, "Hey, don't pay attention to prophecy." Well, that, that's—I think that's very foolish to tell their their sheep that. Uh, we need to pay attention to prophecy uh, because the Bible, a lot of it is prophecy. Uh, Proverbs chapter 22, verse three: A prudent man foresees the evil. So, if you want to be a prudent man, which is Arum in Hebrew, and it means cunning. Uh, If you want to be cunning and crafty and subtle and wise, then when you hear about these things from me and other people, uh, warning you, uh, you need to start to hide yourself or or, or do the best you can to protect you and your family, just like Noah did in Hebrews 11, verse 7. It says, but the simple pass on and are punished. And so you don't want to be punished and, and the Lord is having mercy on you and he's revealing these things through through me uh, or someone else uh, you may listen to Alex Jones he's, he's as far as I know he's not a minister but he, he does give accurate and most of the time accurate information that the, that the media the general media is not going to give you about what's really going on in the United States and around the world and you should, and you should take heed uh, just like Noah took heed he took heed to what God was telling him And he prepared an ark for the saving of his family. And Yeshua, in in Luke chapter 17, verse 26, states that these end times will be similar to the days of Noah. And they are. And so we should do the things that Noah did. Uh, In Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, it states plainly, By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not yet seen. That's prophecy. Move with fear, prepared an ark, not cowardly fear, but common sense fear. Uh, he prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is by faith. So we ought to prepare our arks. Whatever materials or resources we have, we should do the best that we can, and, and God has promised to do the rest that we cannot do. Okay, so getting back to world news here. And so there's some rumors about Israel attacking Syria. It says Israeli planes strike Syrian base. They don't know whether it's true or not, but it's interesting. It's leaking from the United States government. And then here's another he- headline. Iran's Revolutionary Guards Committed to Death to America. We've heard this before. They're they're against America, and that's not really good news. And here's another article from Infowars.com. com. Uh, by Mike Adams um, from Natural News, November 1st, yesterday. It says, food riots, China cyber attacks, the rise of conscious AI and other what-if predictions. And he starts out saying, where will you be when the food riots begin? What will happen when China unleashes a cyber attack on the power grid infrastructure? Will you say no to the government gunpoint vaccination teams that go door-to-door administering influenza vaccines? Those are vaccines that lobotomize your brain just enough to make sure you can be influenced by neurologistic programming. So (laughs) I don't think I'm going to allow myself to be. Uh, No, no. So anyway, these are things that you have to to pay attention. That's why it says hide yourself. (laughs) It would be a good idea to hide yourself from these things that could occur. But let let me get to what all concerns us, food. Okay, because we all like to eat, right? It says, what if the food riots begin in 2014? It says, in an effort to rid the nation of useless eaters who are draining the economy and using up all the world's precious resources, key globalists inside the U.S. government decide to turn off the EBT food stamp payment system and let the masses starve to death while blaming it on Chinese hackers and a cyber attack. Once the EBT cards get turned off, the EBT, that's the... uh, government food stamp program, the DHS invokes its massive uh, cache of full auto weapons, armored cars, and pepper bomb weapons to control or eliminate the rioting masses wherever they gather in the cities. Citizens who stay in the cities die of starvation and disease. Those who try to escape are arrested and taken to mass graves where obedient TSA DHS Workers execute them using the two billion hollow point bullets the government has stockpiled since 2011. So anyway, that's a scary scenario, ladies and gentlemen. But the Bible tells us that things could get that bad. Uh, if you just read Deuteronomy chapter 28, the the cursings. Uh, one of them is uh, mass starvation. And then uh, Isaiah chapter three, Isaiah chapter three, verse one, for behold, the Lord. The Lord of Hosts does take away from Jerusalem and from Judah, and that's also including the tribes of Israel, which I've explained on this program. The United States is one of them. Uh, you need to go to www.beasaboy.org to get the full truth about that. Uh, it says, For behold, the Lord, the Lord of Hosts, does take away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stay and the staff. The stay in the staff is the ability to take care of yourself, the the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water. So he's going to take away from that, ladies and gentlemen. If you study Isaiah chapter 24, great judgment is going to come upon this earth. Verse 1, Behold, the Lord makes the earth empty and maketh it waste and turns it upside down and scatters abroad the inhabitants thereof. I mean, what a way to begin a chapter, although the Bible wasn't written in chapters, but uh, God inspired King James uh, to do it this way. And verse 2, and it shall be as with the people, matter of fact, he was a British king, and it shall be, which British means covenant people in Hebrew, and it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. Verse 3, the land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord has spoken this word. So I did speak this word, the Lord. I'm just repeating what he said. Verse 4, the earth mourns and fades away. The social fabric of society is fading away. The physicality of society is fading away, ladies and gentlemen. Everything's breaking down. The earth mourns and fades away. The world languishes and fades away. The haughty people of the earth do language. Verse 5, the earth also is defiled or under a state of decay. And that's talking about spiritually and physically. Under the inhabitants thereof. And why? It all goes back to keeping Torah again, folks, keeping the instructions. Because they have transgressed the laws, the instructions and doctrines of Yah, the Torah, changed the ordinance, Uh, we we say that the law has been nettled across and it hasn't, and broken the everlasting covenant. That's the everlasting covenant, the agreement to keep the commandments. In verse 6, therefore has the curse devoured the earth. And we'll continue to devour the earth until we repent, collectively as a human race. And they that dwell therein are desolate. Desolate. That's what it's all going to lead to. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned and few men left. And that's really what the book of Revelation is all about, too. Unfortunately, uh, there's going to be few men left. And then from those few men left, society will be rebuilt when the Messiah comes back. But... Also, the book of Revelation is about good news, too, but I'm talking about the bad news. That that verse pretty much sums it up. Uh, uh, Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned and few men left. So that's unfortunate, but that's what it's going to take for people to start to take him seriously, ladies and gentlemen. And there's a few other headlines before I get to the one verse here explaining why the inhabitants of the earth... uh, are not going to be very happy, a majority, a lot of them anyway, a significant amount, bunch, are not going to be happy when he comes back. There's going to be some that's going to be happy. It's going to be a good bunch. Is not, though. <laughs> that's the point. And I want to quickly go over the Economic Collapse here. That website is theeconomiccollapseblog.com. And I just want to read some of the headlines here. I'm not going to have a chance to read some of the, uh, the content of the article, but... Uh, based on the headline, but I encourage you and implore you to go over this website yourself. It says, all-time high unemployment. The economic depression in Europe just keeps getting deeper. It says, don't worry. The government says that the inflation you see is just your imagination. He's being sarcastic there. It says, 10 signs that Obamacare is going to wreck the U.S. economy. If I were you, I would read that article as soon as possible. And 29 incredible facts which prove that poverty in America is absolutely exploding. Crime is getting worse. Violent crime in America increased by 15% last year. Okay, so those are good articles to read. And again, I influence you, I encourage you, and I try to influence you anyway, but I encourage you to, to read those articles. Okay. So, examine the scripture here in Revelation, getting back to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1, verse 7. States, behold, he comes with clouds, and every eye shall see him. So it's not going to be some secret rapture; people are going to see him. And they which pierced him, and all kindreds, and all kindreds of the earth, kindreds means phulai in Greek, and it means tribes or race. Well, it's only it's one human race, but types of race. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail well. So be in grief because of him, even so. I mean and see that, that is that is interesting because um that is very interesting for 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 that verse to say that. And, you know, Gil, the Hebrew scholar says all the wicked in several parts of the world would lament and, and ring their hands and expressing with terror. And I would agree with him because the righteous are not going to be doing that. So we have to understand this in the context here. So uh, unfortunately, there's going to be many wicked people at this time as the book of Revelation reveals. And Revelation chapter 9 is an example of it revealing this here. Um, Revelation 9 verse 19 states, for their power is in their mouth and in their tails; for their tails are like unto serpents, and have heads. And with them they do hurt. In verse twenty, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented, or they didn't stop sinning, uh, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver uh, and brass and stone and wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither did they repent of their murders, nor their sorceries, nor their fornication, nor their thefts. And it's so bad, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, let me read Isaiah chapter 30 so you can understand the mindset here of mankind. Uh, Verse 1, it states, Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, that take counsel but not of me, and that cover with a covering but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. Verse 2, they walked to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. So they, they trusted in Egypt back then, and, and I think in some cases we we trust in Egypt today. And then in verse 8, though, this is a prophecy. Isaiah 30, verse 8, now go, write it before them in a table, and note it in a book that it may be for the time to come forever and ever, that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the Torah or instructions of the Lord. Verse 10, Which say to the seers, See not unto the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. We don't want to hear the truth. Speak unto us smooth things. Speak unto us deception of things we want to hear. Things that are convenient for us. For prophecy deceits. Preaching deceits. Verse 11, Get you out of the way. turn aside, Turn aside out of the path. Cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. Wherefore, thus says the Lord of Israel, or the Holy One of Israel, because you despise his word, and trust in oppression and perverseness, and stay therein, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking cometh suddenly as an instant. And he shall break it as the breaking of the potter's vessel that is broken in pieces he shall not spare, and so there, so that there shall not be found in the bursting of assured to take fire from the hearth to take water without the pit. And so, you know, this is the prophecy, this is the mentality not only of, uh, of the people, of the tribes, but of, of the entire world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Isaiah chapter 59, you ought to study that chapter. It talks about the fact that the majority of people on, on the earth do not want to hear the truth. They run away from it. They don't want to hear the truth. And unfortunately, that attitude is going to get worse and worse and worse. Uh... And Second Timothy tells you the characteristics of people in the end times. Second Timothy three verse one. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall these are common character traits of people on the earth at this time. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers. Fierce, it of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from search to turn away. And that is really the description of 21st century society, ladies and gentlemen. It's that bad. Are you going to believe your Bible or think what you want to think? And then Revelation is so bad that when he comes back, Revelation 11, <laughs> Revelation 11, unfortunately. And Verse 15. And the seven angels sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders, which sat before God on their seats, fell upon their faces in worship. And I want to get to verse 18. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath has come, and the time of the day that they should be judged. And that they... Thou should give reward unto thy service to prophets and to the saints and them that fear thy name, small and great, and should destroy them which destroy the earth. So those who want to destroy the earth by disobeying God and, and doing it, knowing that they're doing it, will be destroyed, unfortunately. So I hope I help you to understand the reason why the wicked will be mourning when he comes back, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope this motivates you not to be a part of the of the wicked that will be mourning and complaining and being in agony because he's coming back because they can't get their way anymore. All right, so we're going to go over Revelation 1, verse 8. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, next week. Shalom, peace, and God willing, I'll be available to you next week. Malachi, Chapter 4 For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall and ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.